This season leading up to Easter serves a special purpose in the lives of believers. It's used as a time of remembrance and reflection on the work of Christ in our lives. Through this devotion, our goal is to aid you in creating an environment for this reflection to take place. Take a moment and find a quiet place, be it your kitchen table, car, or just hidden between your headphones, to spend a few minutes resting in God's presence and allowing His Spirit to do His work in your heart. Find a place where you can converse with your loving Creator. Let's pray as we begin. Lord, we come to you knowing that you meet us where we are. Open our eyes to your presence all around us and open our hearts to the work you want to do in us. Thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, that through his sacrifice we may convene with you in this moment. Speak, Lord. Embolden our faith. We are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. As we prepare our hearts to hear the word of the Lord today, members of our worship arts team are going to lead us in worship. Shadows will fade, darkness will break. 
I'll keep on singing your praise. Nothing can take my hallelujah. Nothing can take my hallelujah. Shadows will fade. Darkness will break. I'll keep on singing your It's safe to say all of us have experienced one of those days. You know, those days where work overwhelms, the kids are rowdier than normal, or your homework seems like it will never end. Oftentimes, when those days occur, we can close ourselves off and begin to focus on our needs more than anything else. In Mark 6, the disciples were experiencing this kind of day. They had just gotten back from being sent out to preach and to heal, and they were tired. They told Jesus all that they had done and taught, and Jesus knew they would need rest. Mark 6.31 reads, Jesus said to them, Come away by yourselves to a remote place and rest a while. For many people were coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. The disciples got into a boat to head to a remote place, and they likely began to relax a little. This lasted all of a few moments before people saw them and recognized them. Jesus had such a reputation by that point that people literally ran by land to meet him when he got out of the boat. When Jesus saw this, scripture says that he had compassion on these people because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Jesus began to teach and it seemed like the disciples were starting to get a little frustrated. Remember, earlier in the chapter, we see that they hadn't even had time to eat yet and their relaxing time was just interrupted. Take some time and reflect on how you might react in this situation. How do you generally respond when your time to rest and relax is interrupted? When the disciples vented their frustration to Jesus, he responded not with an answer, but a directive. We find this short conversation in Mark 6, verses 37 and 38. You give them something to eat, he responded. They said to him, Should we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? And he asked them, How many loaves do you have? Go look. When they found out, they said, Five and two fish. Remember, there were 5,000 men with additional women and children. There were way more people than five loaves and two fish could feed. This seemingly insignificant amount of food, which likely wouldn't have even fed the 13 of them, 
was all they had available to work with. And it was all that Jesus was asking them for. Jesus goes on to bless and break the bread and divide the fish until every person is fed. By the end of this miracle, even the disciples walked away with 12 baskets of bread and fish left over. Jesus wasn't asking for the disciples to do the impossible themselves. He merely wanted them to trust him with what they had and let him do the miracle. He challenged them to serve others when all they wanted to do was relax and be served themselves. They responded in trust and obedience, and Jesus not only met their needs, but he used what they had to meet the needs of literally thousands of others. God still interacts with us in this way. Oftentimes, the answers to our prayers come hand in hand with us becoming the answer to the prayer of another. This may sound daunting, but remember, he never asks more out of you than he has placed in you. He knows your strengths and your weaknesses, and he wants to work through both. What is something that you think is so insignificant God would never use it? That may very well be what He wants to work through to bless you and those around you. As this time together comes to a close, remember the truth that nothing is too small or insignificant to be used by God. He can and wants to use what you least expect to bless you and those around you. Please, join me in prayer. Father, we can't thank you enough for the gift you've given us in Jesus. Thank you for your faithful love and mercy and for the grace that renews day by day. Lord, as we go from this space, let this be just the introduction into our conversation with you. Search us, Lord, and know us. Continue to grow us, and we pray that your light and love are seen through us by those we encounter. We praise and thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please read Mark 5 and 6 in preparation for the upcoming weekend worship.